business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Welcome to today's episode of the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. I have one word for you today, fun. This episode is fun, and we are speaking with Dr. Bob Nelson and Mario Tamayo, authors of the new book, Work Made Fun Gets Done. Dr. Bob Nelson is considered the world's leading authority on employee recognition and engagement and the president of Nelson Motivation, a management training consulting company specializing in helping organizations improve their management practices, programs, and systems. He's worked with 80% of Fortune 500 companies as a strategist for HR issues and has been a longtime collaborator and confidant for Dr. Ken Blancher, author of The One Minute Manager. Mario, a principal with the Tamayo Group, has had more than 30 years of experience in maximizing human performance, working with companies such as L'Oreal, Petco, General Dynamics, and the Ken Blanchard Companies, as well as the Anthony Robbins Companies. These two guys are incredible. They have so much experience and they bring so much knowledge just to this interview alone. They make it fun. They make it real. And guess what? You're going to walk away from today's listen with some tactical advice to help you immediately improve your team, your culture, and your company. I really love that you're here. I love that you're learning, that you're growing, that you're evolving. And I encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to click the link in the show notes and schedule some time to talk about you and your business. I'm here for you. And I want to make sure that you are gaining as much information as you can through the network of entrepreneurs that I bring you here on this podcast, and that I'm helping you connect you to resources and information that are helping you in your business. I'm so happy you are here. Thanks for liking. Thanks for all the ratings and reviews, and thanks for subscribing. Enjoy today's episode. Keep evolving, entrepreneur. We are so proud of you. Well, good morning, Mario and Dr. Bob. Good morning. How are you both? Doing well. How are you? Excellent. We have the honor of having two amazing guests today. Thanks for being here. We are joined by Dr. Bob Nelson and Mario Tamayo. They are the co-authors of the book, Work Made Fun Gets Done. And I'm guessing we're going to have a lot of fun today. Thanks for holding up a copy of that book. It's such a great title. I cannot wait to hear your story and share your story here with our audience. Who wants to start? Who wants to kind of take it from the beginning? Should we start with Mario? Start with Bob. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Bob. 
Well, our story, story our story starts back in in uh, 20, 33 years ago. 1988. There you go. 1988. Mario and I were both um, at Walt Disney World attending an event by invitation of uh, Dr. Ken Blanchard. Five days, five day event. And wow. we uh, we met at the, the baggage area, the airport, and we learned that we were going to be rooming together yeah. <laughs> yes. for, the, for the next five days. So, okay. <laughs> and uh, so we met at And the it only had one bed. Oh, boy. No, no, no kidding, kidding. <laughs> but uh, so we, we met at the happiest place on earth, and we've been laughing ever since, is oh, what it comes true. down to. <laughs> That's great. What were you both doing at the conference? Well, Ken, Dr. Blanchard, he wrote the One Minute Manager, and he yeah. was um, in, trying to entice us both to join his company. So he he had uh, one of his good friends, uh, Bob Small, ran uh, operations for um, Walt Disney World, and we were there for a behind the scenes tour of what how Disney makes it happen. Oh, that sounds fascinating. That sounds it great. Was fun. We were there with 40 other people that were from Ken's company at the time. And Bob and I found that they were checking us out while we were checking them out. Oh, wow. How did they find and, out about you? Well, they, you know, they, they talked to us, the different associates they had interviewed us. Yeah. Uh, they, they got to see what we were like, you know, day in, day out, nighttime, mm -hmm. uh, without their makeup, without the hair, the whole bit for, mm -hmm. for five straight days. And, uh, Bob later on became the VP. Well, he started off as a chief of staff for Ken, uh, doing all kinds of things for Ken, including writing and, and uh, uh, coaching. To the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Bob was hired first in, in uh, I think, the first week of July the following year. So it took that long for them to hire Bob. Wow. And then two weeks after that, they hired me. Wow. And, uh, and uh, I worked work directly for, for Bob. <laughs> yeah, I worked directly for Bob in the product development area. And we put together well over 250 training products for oh Bob, all the for, for Ken, all the, the you know, from situational leadership to his uh, team, team building programs and videotapes, posters, audios, assessments. And this is like 1988, right? Well, this was in 1989. Okay. Uh, we, we met in eight at, at, at right before Thanksgiving of 88. And then it took about eight months for us to be hired on. So this was in the summer of 89. Okay. There aren't many books out there that almost every single person has, has heard of. And I feel like this is one of them. The one minute manager, you know, Oh, I thought you were talking about work made fun gets done. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> of course. But this is like a this is like a staple. You know, it's like the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, most yes. people have heard of that book. So yes, and this is back in 1989. So what did what did it look like then? What did what was the hot topics? Are they still some of the topics that you're seeing now? You still seeing some of the commonalities, or was it a different? You know, I'm just thinking well, about the, the what work changed. life was back then. A lot, of yeah, changed, right. The world's changed a lot, and the, the, the last uh, imprint of the pandemic has left a, a definite uh, bend on it. Where before that, we were. I know I used to talk about virtual workers, and it was most of my presentation was trying to convince people that it makes sense. But overnight, we we were forced to do it, and mm -hmm. and uh, we. We people showed that it did make sense, and mm -hmm. and people actually uh, consistently research indicates they're more productive working 
virtually, there's fewer interruptions, less socialization. And so uh, from the standpoint of getting stuff done, it's, it's, uh, it works. And then of course, employees love it. <laughs> because, mm -hmm. You know, most of them, not, not everyone, but most of them love it for the, the flexibility and the autonomy and, and the control of their day uh, and the saving and commute time and expense. And so it's, it's really here to stay now. But, mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and part of our discussion on, on the book Work Made Fun Gets Done is addressing that. And, and we talk about uh, recognition virtually, for example, at, right. at length and, and what people are doing to um, bind people together, even though they're not sitting next to each other. Right. So, you know, going back to that time, I remember... Ken's book, The One Minute Manager, was the very first business parable, parable that that was made. And it was at first people, even the publishers, the original publisher said, oh, that'll never fly. And Ken says, oh, no, no, no. I, I got a strong belief in this one. And it, it took off like gangbusters. And the other big book at the time, Bob, do you remember In Search of Excellence by uh, Peters and Waterman? That that yeah. uh, was really big during that time. About the same year, AD, AD Two eighty-three. Eighty-three. Yeah. So those were that mega trends. Mega trends with uh, John Naismith. <laughs> yes. yes. So those right. were those were uh, kind of. But uh, before uh, the One Minute Manager, the best-selling uh, business book of all time was a book by Peter Drucker. It's called uh, Effective Executive. And but don't you uh, know that guy, Bob? Yeah, I was. I had the good fortune to get my doctoral uh, my PhD working uh, with Dr. Drucker wow. so uh, I had a front row seat to to some of the big names in in the business wow. uh, that I learned from and then have 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 went on to actually I'm currently a, a personal coach for Marshall Goldsmith wow uh, who, who's uh, the number one ranked executive um coach in the world so he well, wait a minute back to back to uh uh dr drucker there didn't he say something about um what gets um what gets recognized how, how does that go well he what gets what gets measured gets uh gets done um, so he was a big proponent of um, he created uh, management by objectives for example as considered the father of modern management so quite yeah. a pedigree yeah, that's one of a, my favorite quotes you know and what doesn't you can't manage is right is the, is the second part of yeah. that quote right if, if you can't or you don't you're not going to drive drive change and results so either either uh, so a lot of times especially in human resources it's it's very easy to say well we can't we can't measure that you know it's it's too uh iffy and, and employee soft. motivation it's soft skills yeah so right. so uh, often that companies feel that they they can't uh, do anything concrete in the area of human resources because we can't measure it but right you, you can measure it. It's just, yes. uh, you got to put your mind to it. So and, I, I love your chemistry here. I love this. So, so walk us through what happens after you're with Ken for a while, how do you two <laughs> and your entity kind of come to be? And then we'll get, we'll dive a little bit more. Into well, that. we got to start with Bob. Bob, Bob was an author before he even met Ken. Bob has written, yes. I think 31 books, but at the time, 
Wow. Well, you you tell the story, Bob. I'm I'm trying to remember which what, story. What did that you was. do? What did you do? What was that <laughs> dissertation about? Way back when, and what did you do with oh, I that? Did, yeah, with with Peter Drucker, I did uh, my doctoral dissertation on employee recognition and why managers do or don't um, thank people when they do a good job. Pretty common sense notion, and yet I did a three year study on that to try to get a deep dive as to what's going on, and yeah. and found that. Um, the common sense notion wasn't common practice. And so actually I did a book to try to help people make it more common to acknowledge people called a thousand one ways to reward employees. What does that look like? I don't know. I think I got one here somewhere. <laughs> the, oh, your, your trash can's on the other side, Bob. You always keep a it on A thousand and one. That's a lot of ways, right? Da, 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 da. And that's that actually been okay. uh, revised to 1,501 ways. So oh, there you go. Is, this is in its 64th printing now. Wow. A million copies. So that was, you know, up, up till 1983, the best selling book of all time was 100,000 copies. So, wow. So, congratulations. Uh, yeah. So now there's, there's maybe for, for business books that have sold over a million copies, there's probably, you know, 12 total mm -hmm. out of uh, a million books that are published every year. And currently, there's 169 million books in print. Wow. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a lot, you know, and it, it, it's true that and it's such a great way to get your message out. Right. So it is. It's kind of a glorified business card. Mm -hmm. And I, I really believe every company should have a book, mm -hmm. you know, that that talks about what they're trying to do and 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 their values and who they're trying to attract. And and uh, so it's a it's an integral piece of uh of promotions for any any company um wow. so it's uh <laughs> i just personally think that it it makes sense and it, it helps you by by writing a book which is which is not a very easy task yeah. <laughs> although i've done it a lot it's it and mario's mario's done books for other people like who, who is that guy in Del no, no no i can't it's a, <laughs> I, I ghost i ghost wrote a book for a very very famous uh oh come personal, on personal power you got guru. me naming names no 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 <laughs> tony robbins was his no, name <laughs> no 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 it's a, i i ghost wrote a book for somebody he was like that like that but no. oh gosh okay He's, for so whatever what year, reason, he's got shy. Okay. What year? What year did did you all partner up or connect uh, in, officially in 80, outside of the organization? In eighty. 89. In eighty nine. And oh, we 89, even 89, though I, I left after Bob's, ten years, yeah. and then we kept in contact, and I okay. I uh, drew him into uh, client work and and projects, and so okay. And, so you know, you one of the things on reeling him in, reeling him in. Okay. And one of the things that uh, my he, my wife he needed, whenever... a, he needed a Filipino for some reason I don't I don't know <laughs> is that what you are? But uh, my my wife whenever we got together to work my wife said how do you guys get anything done all you do is laugh you know <laughs> so and that's kind of the yeah. the, the point is that if you enjoy what you're doing and who you're doing it with it's not working anymore not work. it's fun and so um we've done a lot of work together and we've had fun the whole way and that's mm -hmm. what we're, we're part of what we we want to help share that that uh notion to others and not make it be you know there's, there's such a bias and 
in business. Well, we're serious. You know, we got to take everything's got to be serious because we're really trying to make money, you know, and, and so we don't have time for foolishness. But it's like, you know, it's not it's not silly. Fun is, mm-hmm. is a very practical matter. And so it's not and it's also it's not fun in lieu of work. We're saying fun needs to be integrated in work, whether it's a task that you're doing or you're part of a team and everyone's part of a team, uh, or if you have the ability um, to make a difference in your organization, if you work in, in a function like human resources, there's things that you can do to help encourage uh, people to be productive and fun and, mm-hmm. and encourage leaders to acknowledge uh, people, to thank them when they do a good job which is fun, by the way, you know, because that, that has a huge impact on their willingness to uh, stay an advocate for the, uh, be an advocate for the company. And, and that actually research indicates that if, if you recognize um, employees, if you have a culture of recognition where people feel validated and they feel thanked and they enjoy what they're doing, um, the company will be seven times more likely to, to retain its employees uh, for their career. So it's a, it's mm-hmm. a huge, and in the time of high turnover and four and a half million people a month quitting their jobs for a year and a half now straight, you know, right. we have, if you want to, if you want to start to stem the tide and have people actually stay working with you, do some things different and make it a place that they don't want to leave. Right. And that, and that starts with having the job they're doing being enjoyable to them, being meaningful, uh, tying to a larger picture and a larger purpose and and who they're serving, the customer, having that be a whole connection. So it's not just going through hours of the day, but they're there with the purpose. And then they, they, they want to stay there longer. Absolutely. <laughs> so- <laughs> This is just, this is actually one of my favorite topics. And it's so funny because we're hiring aggressively across the United States right now, sales, sales people. And it's one of my criteria. It just, and it's, and I love that this is like happening right now because this book is everything, you know, it is so important because fun brings out so much in people and for people and around people and teams and, and their families, right? And their growth. So, yes. so let's and talk if you're about the interviewing hire, process. If you're looking to hire younger employees, which yes. is coming up on 75% of the workforce are millennials or younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, 69% of them cite that they, they want to work uh, in a job that's fun. Absolutely. So it's like, it maybe it's, it, it varies by generation as well, where it's a higher priority now. They also want to have more autonomy, okay, right. again, virtual yes. work and, and enjoyable and have fun while they're working. You know, that in fact, uh, one person told me the definition of millennials is, is they, they view work as, as school, college plus a paycheck. So they want to have the same freedom <laughs> they had in college, but they want to be paid to keep mm-hmm. doing what they feel is, is, um, it's making a contribution. So. You know, one thing, Annette, that we found when we were doing the research for this book is that what's fun for some people is certainly not fun for others. And we yeah. found that there was a really broad definition of what people considered to be fun. In fact, it almost to the person. It's it's yeah. everyone has a slightly different definition of it, and which is very uh, eye opening to me because I kind of thought you know, fun is when you're laughing, you're having fun, right? But you ask my wife, uh, as I have, what's fun to her? And it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with if I had a day where I got a lot done, that was a fun day. 
Really? That's what, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can't, I can't deny your, your definition of fun. So, uh, so that's, that's really a richness because everyone has a piece of this. And if we could tap into it, uh, it's, it's a, Hey, let's do, let's do what I want to do now to have fun. And, and next week we'll do your thing, you know, when we celebrate when we finish the project or whatever it might be. And one of the great ways that managers are effectively are doing that is Bob, Bob, I don't know if you have a copy of the book in front of you. We have the book is set up uh, by chapters and in four different parts. And it's set up with over 400 different free and low cost ways Mm -hmm. to have fun. And what what managers do, what successful managers do is they give the book at their staff meeting and they pass it around. And they say, you guys take a look at this and you put your initials next to the what you think is fun. And immediately within minutes, you now have a menu for that team to do, go do things for the rest of the year that are fun, yeah. that are meaningful. Customized handbook. You, say you, can, you, take, you take the generic examples. And, and by the way, most of these are are ones that that uh, that we came from our own research and interviewing people. Right. We interviewed a lot of people and and did the call for um, for ideas worldwide, actually. And then and then we also found examples in in the press that that met the criteria of what we're looking for. So it's it's around again what you can do for your own job, mm-hmm. what you can do as part of a team, what you can do if you're a leader, which you've got more a little bit more leeway of what you can do, and then then organizationally, what what organizations do to uh, instill fun. Uh, for example, like the the president of Belmont College in Nashville, he went on a, a year sabbatical to look at high performing companies, and and when he was done, he said the the one thing that every place that he he visited. Uh, they're all very fun cultures and he came back and he said we got to have more fun here at the university and he started a fun committee and took volunteers and he said your your job is to see what we can do to to have fun and celebrate successes and gave them an open you know an open mandate as to how to go about it and then they were able to brainstorm and prioritize and then you know whether it's doing something a month or something to highlight successes they were they were ready so that that helped to keep he keep the topic in in play in that organization and we found that the organizations that were really serious about being the industry leaders in their category they were also very serious about having fun so not only do they have these committees but a lot of them says you know what we're going to change our core values and there's one there's one company that we know of in Colorado that has out of eight values four of them have to do with fun and there's a there's a, a design firm in North Carolina called Kimley Horn, and they have a VP of fund. And we found out there are other organizations that have vice presidents of fund, and so they're very serious about it. And best one reason, buy. number one, their first value is is to have fun while being the best at Best mm-hmm. Buy, or or at uh, uh, LinkedIn. Um, humor and and is, is uh, one of the core values. Of course, Lego Lego Legoland. It's a core value, but that's their yeah. business. But uh, it's a lot of these other companies that you went uh, Southwest Airlines again. Um, one of their core values, and they that is part of their business success. But um, you know, Salesforce, for example, has fun mm-hmm. as a core value. Uh, so it's it's not just uh, it's not just uh, you know. What was the name money. of that? Big Sky Big Sky Consulting out Sky, of Sky Team. Sky Team out of Denver or Boulder. Den, Denver. They had out of 
out of seven core values, four of them were types of funds. So they actually had segmented it into uh, different types of fund even. It's so important. And I loved what you both just said. Uh, you gave some really great tactical uh, pieces of information that the audience can really take away and kind of chew on right now is number one, having a fun committee, right? Or a fun director of fun. And then not only that, but how to use the book and for yeah. those individuals in your organization to write their initials by what they identify and, and feel as fun, right? You don't, you don't have to do it from scratch. So we kind of part of what we're trying to do is say, hey, here's a here's a starter kit. This isn't the end all, but 400 <laughs> real life examples of things right. people are currently doing with the results. So pick any of them and give it a try. If that one doesn't work, turn the page. <laughs> exactly. And for those organizations that are just kind of pondering it and thinking, oh, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. That's not how I was raised. That's not how I grew up in business. Well, there's good data now that shows that really ties together when you have a fun work environment, how well that translates to your performance in your industry. And Bob, do you remember that name of that, uh, yeah, that study that was done recently? Best Places to Work Institute out of San Francisco. They, they do the list of best companies to work for in America that Fortune publishes every year. And we were able to look at some of their data and, and found that of those companies that, that make the list, 81% uh, of the employees working for the companies that make the list of best places to work in America uh, cited that they have a fun work environment, 81%. And, and for those that applied for the, that honor but didn't make it, uh, the number drops to 62%. So it's about wow. a 20-point differential, which is actually one of the largest differentials in their, all their research. So it's wow. like- it's taking taking this topic seriously might be the trigger to to making you a uh, a higher performing more successful company as opposed to uh, also ran in your industry. I and love it was it. in so, part because of that that Deloitte the Deloitte firm named like, the decade of the 2020s the decade for the uh, era of having fun fun <laughs> at work at work. You tell me, Mario. I'll start with you. What okay. what do you like to do for fun? Oh gosh. Um, well, you know, keep I'm one of those it, people clean, that, keep it clean. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm one of those people that likes to create things. So, um, I'm constantly right, doing woodwork, great. um, create, recreate. I like to take items and repurpose Show us a, them. You have a sketch there. Oh, you're, yeah. you're not in your office. No, I'm not. Yeah, my, he, I have, I'm not, I have my phone here so I can he's show you. He's a very good sketch. artist too. That's right. Um, but anyway, but, I, I just, uh, whatever is out there that I can apply my creative juices too, that that's what I'll do. Building awesome. Mar Mario could build a house from scratch. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. But it has to be made out of carts. I love it. I love it. And how about you, Bob? What do you like to do for fun? See, I, I like, um, I'm, I'm a hiker. So I like getting out every day in the, in, in, the, in nature and spending time with my spouse and my kids. Right. Uh, of course, they're, they're moved, you know, they're on their own now. So we see them less often, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, so enjoying, enjoying uh, people that are, are close to me. Well, is, tell them about your, your faint world famous Caesar salad. With the anchovies and, oh boy yeah I haven't made that in a while mario <laughs> here's a here, here's a uh, oh my goodness a portrait that i did of my son wow that's incredible that's incredible that is just that's that's crazy that you're very talented both of you are very talented you can come show me some artwork and feed me caesar salad i like it anytime and bob bob has <laughs> like a fantastic 
tomato collection that he has <laughs> in his backyard <laughs> that he grows. Yeah, part-time part-time gardener. Horticulturalist. Yes, that's, that's all I I just do tomatoes though. I, <laughs> I love it. So let me ask anyway. you this because I don't want to take up too much of your precious time. And I just I love this topic. I feel like we could talk about it all day. Okay, um, let's go all day. I know, I know, right? Let's go. Break, break so, with precedent. When, when you all are having your moments that it's not fun, right? That it's mm-hmm. maybe a little bit hard, challenging, whatever creeps in, fear, anxiety, doubt, whatever it is. What do you do to kind of um, give yourself that pep in your step and refine that fun? Mario? Take a break. Oh, Bob, okay, yes. good. I Take make, a break is one. I'll make, or, a, or... I'll make a game out of it. Yeah, yeah there you go. So if I've got if I've got something tedious to do, uh-huh. uh, then I'll start to break it down and I'll say, OK, I'm going to see how many I can do these in a short in this period of time. 20 minutes. And then I'll give myself also an aurora. If I do this, I'm going to get I'm going to get this. Good. Good. I like that. So that's lot. that's one big thing. Mm-hmm. Or I find, I find when, I, when I'm stuck on something that. I, I like to talk it out with someone else. So it might be my wife. It might be someone else. And, and then it becomes less and less scary. And pretty soon I'm into it and, right. and uh, you know, right. kind, kind of trick, trick myself. And that's, this is actually part of the, the type of examples that we have in the book on, right. because fun has to start at the personal level. If you're not having fun in your own work, it's hard to have fun with other people. Absolutely. Or to be part of a team. So uh, we, we have, uh, or, or like, no, a lot of people are, are still working uh, remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, well, wow, what, what can you do on zoom? Well, actually you could do a lot on zoom. Like, right. like one of the, one of the yeah. things that I, I advocate is called a, a praise barrage, a praise barrage. So next time you're in a zoom call and before you do get to the agendas, Hey, before we, we dig in here, like just go around our group. And as I call someone's name, I like everyone else to speak up and say what they most value about working with that person. Let's start with Tom. Let's mm-hmm. go to Mary. And then 10 minutes later, what's happened? Everyone has gotten, every, every member of your team has gotten specific real-time feedback from those people they work with about what right. they do well. Well, that, that's going to make them feel like a million bucks. But mm-hmm. what, and whatever they were called out for, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, they will do more of that because what gets recognized gets repeated. Yes. I love that. What gets recognized gets repeated. You know, I always tell we my found, kids. We, we found that, um, Go ahead. that in American business, this is back 1989, that there was four times as much negative feedback in mm. business than four there was times. positive. And we, Bob and I have tried to, to flip that so that people are getting four times as much positive feedback versus the critical feedback. And, and, and I'm yeah. sorry. Gallup actually found six to one, six times, you know, because oh. it's got it's gotten worse. People are are more under siege, and their their time is they're they're pressed, um, and and they're mo- most people are not having fun at work. Right. So they, they come, you know, I, I used to work. For, <laughs> maybe this is fundamental why I'm doing this topic. I I mean, I used to work for a bank. I won't say who, but uh-huh. uh, for for like a, a year and a half or two. And we're gonna leave yeah. Wells Fargo out of this, Bob. Oh, darn you. <laughs> I've been in banking. I feel like I know exactly what you're feeling. Yes. I came every Monday. I came home with a migraine headache and and it took me a while to say, well, maybe my body's trying to tell me something. I'm not meant to Mm -hmm. work in a bank, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's what it was. Oh my goodness. And Annette, I'm sorry. I interrupted. You were going to tell us about your daughter. No, no, no. I was just going to say that like, you know, whenever my kids are having an off day or, you know, having their little issues at school or whatever with friends or something, I'm always like, be the fun, follow the fun. You know, if it's not fun, just walk away. 
and be the fun and follow the fun. Like, you know, it's, it's just so important to take and, that break. Like you said, and, Bob, and, right. And when you're and for a lot of people that, that have their own company, well, that's one of the pleasures of having your own company. You get to choose yes. who you work with, you know, and, and so even what clients you have. So, you know, if you're, if you're drawn to certain types and, you know, you can, you can help shape your day and who you'll be spending time with. And absolutely important criteria should be people that you enjoy and, and, and you, you value your, your relationship with them. Absolutely. So how can we find you, support you, promote you, buy from you? How can we, how can this audience help both of you today? All of that is available through Dr. Bob's website. Dr. Bob, tell them what that is. www.drbobnelson.com. <laughs> D-R-B-O-B-N-E-L-S-O-N.com. So we, we have, uh, uh, we, we both do consulting. We both do training. We have, um, but I've got, I've got, this book as well as other books I've done at discounted prices lower than Amazon on my website. So uh, that would be uh, one thing, but you know, we don't do this uh, uh, every now and then. I think maybe this is a, this is time now that we'd like to make, give you a special offer for having us and, and for any of your listeners that send me an email with their mailing address, we'll send them a complimentary copy of this book. Oh my goodness, that's them. amazing. <laughs> so it's bob at drbobnelson.com is my email address. Bob awesome. at drbobnelson.com. That's awesome. Um, and we'll drop all that in the show notes for sure. That's very generous of you. I definitely want to put this book in my- No, it's just um, a cover. It's not what's inside of it. It's just a cover. <laughs> <laughs> no, you get you get the whole the whole thing. Four hundred examples put into practice, and and it's just uh, it's it's fun actually just to flip through and see what it does yes. it for the people. Like there's there's a, um, a a woman in Los Angeles that I interviewed, and and she just had a wealth of approaches, and I I put I used them all, and, but right. one of them was she said you know whenever I I want to feel my work is more meaningful and want to have more purpose and fun in doing it I I, I put on um, a uh, on the internet you can get a, a link to uh, Yo-Yo Ma did a uh, a concert for 8,000 people in 2015 where he played for three hours straight from memory mm. and she said wow. when when I when I hear that, it, it just feel God's moving through him. And if I put that on when I'm working, I feel that's happening to me. And, wow. and I hung up and I tried that. I go, she's right. This is like, oh, wow. you can't have, you know, it gives you purpose when you, when you just, the music you listen to. And, and so doing things that have worked for others is a, a winning strategy. It's great. It's great. Thank you both so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for putting more fun out in the world. It's such a great topic and I just love your energy and your chemistry. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for having us. That's what happens when you're in prison for five years. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I saw your picture in the post office. I was on the milk carton. carton. On the milk carton. (laughs) All right. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. You take care of yourself. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews 
and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.